And welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, June 5th, 2013. I'm here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this live video broadcast and interactive chat every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can come by and visit us over at WDWRadioLive.com. Also, be sure and subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and visit the blog, forums, videos, newsletter, my book, CDs, and more over at www.radio.com. There you can also download the free WW Radio app for your iPhone or Android device as well. So I am excited for tonight's show. As always, always good to see so many people uh, chatting with us live in the box. If you can't make it live, be sure and check out the videos on YouTube or the blog. Let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. And listen... It was bound to happen, right? It was bound to happen as time has gone on and after that very first day at the Magic Kingdom where it cost you $3.75 to walk in the door, one day at a theme park in Orlando will now cost you $100. But, but, Universal Studios did it first. Their one-day, one-park ticket was $92, which came to just over $100 with taxes and fees. But Walt Disney World has also raised their prices, as it's happened yearly, with all the theme parks in the area. But this year, there is something new coming to the Disney ticket pricing, a tiered pricing system. Now, you can buy a one-day, one-park ticket to the Magic Kingdom for $95, that's a 7% increase over last year. But if you want to spend, if you want to go to one day, one park at Hollywood Studios, Disney Animal Kingdom, or Epcot, it's only $90. So that $5 premium only applies to the Magic Kingdom for one day Warren Park tickets, not included for multi-day or park hopper tickets. Obviously, the multi-day Magic Your Way base tickets have increased about 5 to 9%. So a 10-day Magic Your Way base ticket is going to cost you $339 for adults, $320 for kids uh, up to age 9. Adding the Park Hopper, Water Park Fun, and more, those rose $2 to $59 each. If you want to add both, that's $84. You can also add the no expiration option. That adds another $35 to $325 to the base ticket depending on the number of days you purchase. Obviously, Disney says the longer you stay, no, wait, the longer you stay and play, the more you save, something like that. The longer you stay, the more money you can save. So if you buy a new adult 10-day base ticket, it's only $14 more by adding the no expiration option than the fully upgraded 10-day adult ticket. That's $20 more than a premium annual pass. Kind of the first time it's been the case. If you are an annual pass holder like myself, those also jumped in price, although a lot less than the jump that we saw from 2011 to 2012. But the most expensive pass, the ultimate pass, the premier pass that gets you into Walt Disney World and Disneyland, that rose to $979. Now, if you remember, just three years ago, that was $700. So it's gone up about 40% since then. As a Florida resident, you know there's a lot of benefits and discounts. You can continue to use monthly payment options for annual passes although you do need to put down a down payment of $102, which includes tax, and then monthly payment installments over the next 12 months. In addition to ticket prices going up, daily parking fees went up. It's now $15 for autos, which is an increase of $1, and $16 for campers, although rental fees for lockers, strollers, wheelchairs, and ECVs remains unchanged. So here's the question, right? Universal does this. Disney does it. How does Disney sort of compare against the competition, right? It sounds like a lot of money. 
Well, Disney does actually very, very well. Here's what you're going to pay this summer for one day at some of the other theme parks, including Walt Disney World. So, for example, one day at Epcot will cost you $90 or $84 for children. Universal Studios Orlando will cost you $92 for adults, $86 for children. If you're out on the West Coast, Universal Studios Hollywood, $81 for adults. Busch Gardens, $85 in Tampa and $80 in Williamsburg. Dollywood, big discount, <laughs> big savings there, $56 for adults. Six Flags, Magic Mountain, $65 adults. But in terms of the major players here in Orlando, Disney is right on par and actually a little bit less than the counterpart down the street, Universal Studios. So this has really been sort of the buzz, right? Although this is something we know that comes each and every year. We know the ticket prices are coming each and every year right around this time. It depends who's going to launch it first. Again, a far cry from the A through E ticket books that we had way back when I was a kid when you bought a ticket book and additional tickets were anywhere from maybe 35 cents up to a dollar for an A through E ticket. Well, now... If you want to spend just a day at the park, and you shouldn't just spend a day because it's not enough. It obviously makes more sense to stay more. It will cost you just under $100. So I want to know what are your thoughts, right? What are your thoughts about the ticket prices? Again, we know that these are are coming. So uh, Delphinius says Disney's a deal compared to Universal. Kathy makes a great point. Not even in the same league as Disney. I think a lot of Disney fans agree that the experience you get at Disney is much different than one you might get over at Universal Studios. Um, Maria R. Perez says, Disney and Universal, there's no comparison. Universal's fun, uh, but nothing like what Walt Disney World uh, has to offer. Beatrice Feeney says, and Disney has more parks. Comparing the number of rides and attractions for the price, I agree. Disney is actually a much better deal than some of the other theme parks. Right, and again, if you... Stay longer, right? So if you do like a three-day multi-park pass for a family of four, you can still get that for under $1,000. That's going to run you about $860. But my question to you, and the question I want to leave you with in, in terms of the tickets is, does this change at all the way you vacation, right? And if so, how? We all know the ticket changes, price changes are coming. It's inflation. Does it change maybe the resort you stay at? Do you maybe not stay on property? Do you stay longer? Do you stay shorter? I'd love to hear your comments in terms of how the price increase, again, that we knew is coming. How does that, if any way, change your vacation uh, uh, plans? Um, Francine Epcot says, we're only talking really matter of just a couple of dollars. Um, if you get a package deal, says Pete Eltonese, not that big of a deal. If you get, if you only go for a day, it's certain what, who goes for a day? A family staying, a family coming for a week of five has to be relatively well off in order to afford this. But I think this is where things like free dining, um, staying in value resorts, some of the other discounts that they have available will help uh, offset that. You know, this is certainly where somebody like a vacation planner, like mouse fan travel will help you kind of crunch the numbers and say, okay, listen, I've got a family of four. We want to stay for five days. When should we, what is the best way? What's the best ticket option for us to get, whether it's package or booking separately in order for us to maximize our dollars? Do we go during free dining? Do we go another time of year when maybe the rack rates for rooms are cheaper? Again, does it alter the way you change your vacation? Now, for me, despite all the price increases over the years, and yes, I still have my collection of A through E ticket books, the one thing for me is 
And mind you, I am an annual pass holder. And, and just to be fully disclosed, I buy my annual pass the same as everybody else. I do not get it for free. I, I pay full price like, like uh, anybody else coming to the parks as a Florida resident. But I've never walked out of the parks and felt as though I didn't get my money's worth. I never felt I didn't get a value for my dollar. Now, again, I'm not spending $90 per day, right? Because we buy annual passes. We're Florida residents. We pay them off over time. But I've never felt as though I am not getting my money's worth in Walt Disney World. That being said, I'm not, I can't say that I say the same thing for other theme parks in the Orlando area that I've gone for a day or half a day and said, you know what? That was a lot of money for what I was able to do here. And I think that is part of the Disney difference. So Crispy2000 says, honestly, with the increase, we're going to skip our usual single day at Universal on our next trip. But with the new additions to um, Orlando, we're gonna, so that's an interesting point, right? Crispy, you make a great point. This may prevent some of the people who say, look, I think that you visit Universal, but you vacation at Walt Disney World. I don't think people go to Universal Studios for a week-long vacation. You go to Disney for a week, and maybe you go off the beaten path, as it were, to Universal Studios for a day. Now that's going to cost you $100 per person for a family of four, not including parking, food, souvenirs, because you got to go to Islands Adventure and get cool stuff from Harry Potter and, and Marvel. Now, all of a sudden, maybe that's going to make you change or think about the other things you'll do in addition to Walt Disney World. Maybe you don't go to Wikiwachi. Maybe you don't go to Wonderworks or Ripley's or Universal Studios because of the price. Maybe that's going to alter your plans, not at Walt Disney World, but where else you might be going uh, somewhere else. Uh, Emily Schlava says you always get your money's worth at Disney. It's an experience, not a visit to the park like Universal Studios. Brilliant. Uh, and I agree uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, are the ticket prices absorbing free dining? Those of us that don't partake in free dining uh, are paying for it anyway. I think the ticket prices really go not to things like free dining, but the labor increases, right? The costs of doing business that increase every year. Remember, there's contractually obligated increases for Disney to pay their labor force, they've got to offset that somehow, right? In addition to just regular inflation, whatnot. So uh, I think this is very interesting. I think this is a, an interesting conversation. Uh, Mrs. Carr 504 says, we always feel like it's worth it. I've never felt cheated. That seems to be um, the general consensus. Epcot fans says, you can't really beat the ticket prices at Disney. Try buying a ticket to a theater or a concert. Right, And again, for the amount of time you'll spend in a concert or a theater versus your entire day at Walt Disney World, hour, look, it's cheaper to go to Disney World for a day, hour per hour, you get more value than you do going to a movie. Right, You'll go, you'll spend $19, whatever it is, to go to see an IMAX movie for two hours. You'll spend you know, $90 for what could be a 12, 14-hour day in Walt Disney World, depending on when you go. So I would love to hear more about your thoughts about the ticket price increases. How does it change your vacation? Do you feel like you're getting a value or does it change your experiences, not just in Walt Disney World, but going elsewhere as well? You can leave your comments in on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Radio. I'll also post a video on our blog over at www.radio.com. Speaking of which, we're hitting a milestone actually tomorrow morning, tonight, Blog number 2,999 is going up and at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Congratulations to everybody and huge thanks to Christy, the manager and editor, and all the blog contributors for our 3,000th blog post going up tomorrow morning over at www.radio.com. Christy and the blog team is celebrating my, uh, my kudos and sincere appreciation go out to each and every one of you who's a writer and all of you who take the time to go out and read 
And be sure to check out the blog tomorrow. You can also subscribe to the blog. Get blog posts delivered free directly to your inbox. Look for the link at the top right-hand corner on the page. While you're on the site, be sure you subscribe to the podcast and iTunes. Rate and review the show there as well. And of course, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Visit the site. Check out our events page for upcoming Meets of the Month in Walt Disney World, including our next Meet of the Month next week, as well as other events on the road as we visit... Alani, the D23 Expo, and lots of other places as well. You can connect with me over on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, Facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello, or Facebook.com slash Radio. I'm also on Instagram, Pinterest. I don't think I'm on MySpace anymore, but pretty much anywhere else you can connect with me there as well, too. That is going to do it for this week's show. If you can't catch it live, be sure and come back every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern over at www.radiolive.com, where you can be part of the conversation discussion as we talk about this week's Walt Disney World news. I am Lou Mangiello from WW Radio. Thank you so very much for taking the time out of your evening to join me around the table and watch and chat. So until next week, have a great week, everybody. See ya.